0: glory to God well <clears throat> praise the Lord let's see I have an Easter song it's in the key of D these are my notes <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> how many of you coming in for Easter and bringing somebody we're gonna have a filled house so get here we're gonna add more chairs I don't think they have maybe they have you already I don't know but they're gonna uh, put as many chairs as possible in the house of God, hallelujah, so we can fill it up in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Well, this is a healing miracle service, so we're gonna talk about healing tonight. A lot of of times on uh, Good Friday, we we, we talk about what Jesus went through on the cross and so on and so forth. How many of you years ago seen the passion of Christ? You can't get a better (laughs) depiction of what happened than what Mel Gibson brought to the screen. Amen, as far as the passion of Christ. So uh, <clears throat> you can keep that in mind, what Jesus went through. But all that, that Jesus did for us on the cross, we have to have faith. Salvation is by faith. Healing is by faith. Prosperity, everything that we, we believe God for has to be by faith. Amen not hope. We get mixed up. So I want to start tonight by reading uh, a scripture in James chapter one, verses six through eight in the Amplified Classic Bible that talks about the importance of faith. Faith, not hope. Hope is different than faith. A lot of times when we have healing lines and people come up and We communicate through different times after the service and before and and people always are, they're hoping they're going to be healed or they hope that they were healed when hands were laid upon them and so on and so forth. But this scripture says this, only it must be in faith that we ask with no uh, wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. Now he's talking about wisdom here, but we receive everything the same way. Amen? From salvation on it's been paid for hallelujah your healing your miracles have been paid for paid in full hallelujah we got to believe that for the one who wavers or hesitates or doubts is like the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither and tossed by the wind for truly let not such a person Imagine that he will receive anything that he asked for from the Lord. For being as he is a man of two minds, hesitating. Now look at this. It it says a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, irresolute. This person is unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, and decides. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We cannot be double minded about anything that Christ paid for on the cross. Amen. It's finished. He said, It is finished. What does the word finished mean to you? It's a done deal. Amen. He paid the price for your, your eternal life, He paid the price for your healing. Amen. For everything that he paid the price for. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we cannot be double-minded. A great healing evangelist by the name of F.F. Bosworth said this. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Amen? Faith begins where the will of God is known. So we have to know it. One, One scripture says this. Uh, in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Amen? My people are destroyed. My people are sick because of the lack of knowledge. My people are in poverty because of the lack of knowledge. They've been taught religious things. They, they, they've been taught, well, sometimes God heals, sometimes God doesn't heal. Well, you know, God might be punishing you through this particular sickness or. Uh, he's teaching you something. God does not do that. God is a loving God, especially if you come to this church, you need to realize that our God is a God of love. Amen. He will not put sickness on you he He tells us simply jesus said if 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 your earthly Father know how to give good gifts to you, how much more?" will your heavenly Father give good things to you. Amen? So our heavenly Father, he sent Jesus, his only son, 2,000 years ago on Friday to die on the cross, to take upon himself not only the sins of the world, but took upon himself the diseases of the world. The stripes on Jesus' back, we'll be talking about that. Hallelujah. So we we have to not be double-minded and try to outguess God or try, you know, if, if you've been taught wrong, a lot, of, a lot of people have been taught wrong. I grew up in a Pentecostal church. And healing in the beginning of that dom- denomination came, it was birthed out of the Zusa Street, outpouring, and healing was... one of their strong doctrines of the church. But through the years, they begin to become weak to the point where, well, it might be God's will and it might not be God's will. You just never know what God's gonna do, bless God. But see, we have to go back to the Bible, not man's opinion. What does the Bible say? Jesus healed them. Were they perfect? No. And sometimes we've been taught, well, uh, you're not living right. Well, let's look at James. Up there, if you guys can put James chapter five on the screen. All right, <clears throat> look at this. Is any sick among you, he's talking to the church. If any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, it's the pastors, and let them pray over them, or him, anointing with oil in the name of the Lord. All right, let's go. to. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And this next part's interesting. Well, the Lord can't heal me because he can't believe what I've done. I've been so bad. I've sinned. And and see, condemnation will rob you of your healing and your ability to receive your healing. Because the Bible says simply, if if your heart condemns you, you don't have faith toward God. But the Bible also says in that same verse of Scripture that God is bigger than your heart. Hallelujah. So look at this. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise them up and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Hallelujah. See, the cross took care of two things, sickness and disease and spiritual death. They're linked together in the book of Acts. The apostle said this: how Jesus, the Son of God, was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. So we see Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. What did he do? He did not only say to people, Your sins be forgiven, but take up your bed and fall. Come on. Hallelujah. Twofold. So God doesn't want you to go through life sick and just barely making it. But again, faith begins where the will of God is known. Hallelujah. So we can't be double-minded. We understand hallelujah. I like Exodus chapter 15, 26. And this is Old Testament, Old Covenant. But God made his name known to the children of Israel by what we call covenant names. And we used to sing songs about the various names of God. Some of you know what they are. But here in Exodus 15, 26, and remember this, and Pastor Judy taught on this uh, on a Sunday night, I think this past Sunday night, that uh, that Jesus obeyed the law. He obeyed everything already for us on the cross 2,000 years ago. Now this scripture says in verse 26, he said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God, how many of you do that all the time? Oh, come on, be honest now.
1: <laughs>
0: Liar. We'll have a repenting service, amen. And do what is right in his sight. Well, what is right in his sight? <laughs> I'm glad I don't live under the laws of the Old Testament, aren't you? Obeying his commands and keeping all of his decrees. Thank you, Jesus, that you did it for me, amen? Come on, lift up your hands and say thank you, Jesus, that you obeyed all the decrees, all the laws, all the commands, hallelujah. Oh, praise God for the grace of God. Amen? Glory to God. It says, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians. Now, this is his covenant name. I am the Lord who heals you. Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord that heals you. Glory to God amen and in the regular hebrew it says this about jehovah Rapha. it talks about god's character his character is a healing god and he says this i am your healer and that's all i can be i am jehovah Rapha, your healer and that settles it that's all i can be glory to god See, we are his children. And just like we don't like to see our children sick and suffering, he doesn't want to see his children sick and suffering. That's why he sent his only son 2,000 years ago, not only to die on the cross so that we could have everlasting life and escape hell, but also that we could live victoriously and that we could be healed and walk in divine health praise god first peter 2 24 who himself wore our sins in his own body on the tree that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed ellen preaches before i get done (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) Glory to God. By his stripes you might be healed. By his stripes you not will be healed, you were. Now look at the tense there. By his stripes you were healed. So if you were healed, then what are you now? You are healed. I was talking to a relative the other day, and they were saying they're going through a physical problem. And they were talking about, you know, the Lord hasn't healed me yet. See, they they were brought up in the same kind of church world that I was brought up in. And it would probably, I don't know if I could, what I could do to, to, to redirect their thinking at this point in their life. My parents were the same way. When my dad uh, had a heart condition, and he did have a heart attack, but he went to the, and he had a valve problem, and so on and so forth, and, and I was talking to him and sharing with him, a, you know. And they moved back here, and they sat under our ministry for several years. But, you know, that was bread on the inside of him. Well, I, I said, Dad, Jesus is your healer. And you know we're talking about divine healing, and God can heal you this and 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 his thinking and what came you know, I hope so. I hope so first peter two hundred twenty four says by his stripes, you were healed. that's why James was so strong with you know, let them pray for you, anointing you with oil. And the Lord will raise you up. And if you've committed any sin, sin will not keep you from being healed. Come on, say that. Sin will not keep me from being healed. Amen. Now, that doesn't mean if you're coming up to be healed from emphysema and you continue with smoking. (laughs) See, the wages of sin is death, okay? And there have been people that have been healed more than once of something that they could have corrected, you know, by their lifestyle change and so on and so forth. But God doesn't sit on his throne and say, you know what? You've been abusing your body, so I'm going to teach you something. I'm not going to heal you because you've been smoking 10 packs a day or this or that, you, you've destroyed your liver because you know you drank so much alcohol and, and so on and so forth. He doesn't do that. He wants to heal. He said, I am the Lord that healeth you and that's all I can be. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> he doesn't pick and choose, believe it or not. Glory to God. He is Our healer he already healed me 2,000 years ago so what do I do when hands are laid upon me or maybe I just receive my healing by faith nothing wavering I go to the Lord and say father your word says I have been healed therefore I am healed so I receive my healing now And so your body still hurts, your symptoms are still there. But what's your confession? I am healed. Somebody asks you how you feel, says, "I'm healed. Jesus healed me." You go to your doctor and they tell you all the bad news and say, "I have my own doctor, Dr. Jesus." <laughs> Come on now, we've got to get over into the spiritual realm, folks. Medicine isn't bad, nothing, I mean, praise God for doctors, that's why we're still alive, many of us, but we've got to grow. When I was growing up, I heard testimonies of my, my, my grandparents, they, you know, they lived in a rural area, out on the farms, and so on and so forth. They didn't have doctors that they could call up, or go see, make an appointment. When one of their kids, and they had big families, like 10, 12 children, and when somebody broke a leg, or when somebody got, I mean, they just believed God. Amen. (laughs) Miracle after miracle after miracle. Hallelujah. And again, I'm not putting out, thank God for doctors, thank God for medicine. He's given us that wisdom, but his body, oh, God's coming back. Jesus is coming back for a glorious church, not a sick church, not a beggarly church,
2: but a church.
0: (laughs) Mm, Praise God. I will not be defeated, and I will not quit. David Ingalls wrote
2: a song. I don't know it all. I never heard of a heavenly flu, have you? Have you? Amen. There's no such
0: thing as a heavenly flu. And then he wrote, I love it. You need to download those songs by David Ingalls. It's scripture, man. Mark 11:23 23 is real to me how many of you know what Mark eleven twenty three 23 says talk about confession right whoever shall say to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in their heart but believe that those things which they say will come to pass they shall have whatsoever he says And Mark eleven twenty four 24 is right next door <laughs> hallelujah listen we've got to get back to the BIBLE amen And understand that Jesus 2,000 years ago on that Friday night went to the cross, paid the perfect, he was the perfect sacrifice without sin. He took upon himself all of our sins of the past, present, and future. And also the sicknesses and diseases. Hallelujah. I want us to get ready for communion, so if our worship team can come up, Linda. Get your, hallelujah. And I want you to bow your heads with me tonight. And if you're here and you have never accepted Jesus and made him the Lord and Savior of your life, what a time to do it this Easter season. He paid the price for you. He went to the cross for you. He died for you. And all that your heavenly father wants is for you to acknowledge that. To acknowledge that Jesus' His son went to the cross and died. That he rose again. Amen. He took your place. Come out Sunday morning and you find out what being a substitute is all about. Amen. Let's all stand together. Every head bowed. I want you to pray this prayer with me tonight before we partake of communion. Pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus 2,000 years ago on this Friday night He went to the cross. He suffered great agony. Great pain. And took my place. And dear Jesus. Now I ask you to come into my heart. Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus name. Amen. Now on the night. In which he was betrayed. The apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 says this. For I received from the Lord that which also I delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed. And that started the Passion Week. He took the bread. So take your bread out. He said he broke it. Say, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. What was he talking about? His body that was broken for you. It was for your healing. Every stripe on his back was for a disease that would be plaguing mankind. Hallelujah. We need given thanks, he broke it said take eat this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me so let's partake together of the bread and in the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Never gets old. Never gets old. I don't think the devil likes us taking communion. Because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. Many of you are going to get healed tonight. You're going to... Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the blood that was spilt on that Friday night 2,000 years ago. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Surely He bore our sorrows And by His stripes we are healed Sing it again with us He was wounded for our transgressions He was bruised for our iniquity. Surely He bore our sorrows and by His stripes we are healed. Hallelujah.
0: I'm going to invite you up now, if you need a healing in your body, if you need a miracle, this is not a Jesus encounter type of a service. And I'm not saying the Holy Spirit couldn't do that, but we want to minister healing to you. And I want to say this to you. Many of you had COVID, and some of you haven't gotten rid of some of the symptoms that have been hanging on you and you need to get up here come on maybe you lost your taste or something going on that that's developed because of that hallelujah now I told you what the will of God was And we read James chapter 5. And we're going to anoint you with oil tonight. And what does the Bible say? Not Pastor Ed said. See, James 5 14 and 15 will heal you. Amen? Pray the prayer of faith. And the Lord will raise him up. And if you've committed any sin, so get that out of the picture right now. Get that, I'm not worthy, I'm not. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. I was gonna do some great things. Come on, everybody, lift up your hands tonight. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you,
2: Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Don't be
0: a participator. I mean, don't be a a spectator. Be a participator tonight. Release your faith. Honey, did you have something? Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Now, now, I just want to share this because, um, you know, we grow from faith to faith and we receive revelation. And and sometimes people don't catch this, but I, but I really caught it strong. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a, a terrible earache and uh, throat, and it was just, it was pretty bad that I, you know, I said I just need to go to the doctor. And um, they gave me one uh, antibiotic and it didn't work. Then they gave me another antibiotic, but he, when Pastor brought the medicine in, he said, wow, this one came with all of these papers. And, uh, and so I began to read all the papers and it was like all of these terrible side effects. And the older you were, the worse they were. And even death, you know? And if this happens, call the doctor right away. And if that happens, call the doctor right away. And if this happens immediately. And I'm like, this is like, I'm not taking this. And I sat there and I began to pray and I said, Lord, I, I just need a miracle, I, I need a healing. And it was just like, and, he's, and and I felt like the Holy Spirit, because when you've heard healing, when you've meditated on it for so long, and I, I felt like the Holy Spirit said, it's already been provided for you. And I, I'm telling you, I saw just a stripe on Jesus' back that one stripe, he took 39 stripes and there's 39 major diseases in the world today. But he showed me that one stripe was for my healing. And I decided, I said, you know what? I'm receiving my healing. I'm not gonna do this. I'm going to receive my healing. And you know what? Probably maybe for a day or so, I was pretty sore in my ear just, and I kept saying to it, no, you can't stay because Jesus has provided healing for me, and I'm healed, and, and I received a miracle. I mean, I was totally healed. Strep throat, whatever the doctor said, it, I was healed. Mm-hmm. And, and and so we, we always have to be reminded of that. Sometimes our faith weakens, and, and and I'm not saying anything's wrong with medicine, but I'm telling you, I thought I was going to die if I took the medicine, so... I received my healing, amen? Let's not wait till we have to get to that place. He provided healing for you, and all you got to do is take it, amen? Hallelujah. He provided forgiveness and healing.